Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I am Colson Smith and as always I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Gates. It's amazing. Easy. It's easy. easy. It's a given, Ben Gates. Given. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on film. Now, it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week, we set a film for the others to watch, and then we come into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated, and rated about the film. Now, the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought. This week's film has been chosen by me and it is my last pick of the series and it is the classic National Treasure. But before we get into talking all things National Treasure, as always, how's your week been? What have you been up to? How's your washing machine, Jack? It's running smoothly, no problems. Even though it's a temporary solution and we've still not got us part yet, but, I mean, this gasket still got some legs on it. Have you got, like, the same generation of machine, the same standard, or have you got, like, a lesser one? Right, no, they haven't changed the machine. Just changed the rubber. The the rubber seal is basically not an LG brand rubber seal. Okay. So they've just brought some old piece of shit seal <laughs> <laughs> bit of sellotape bit Imagine. of sellotape I love the piece of shit seal please oh yeah I know the one hold on we've got one at the back <laughs> so we're on that at the minute and it's fine works out fine but um, news this week actually Ooh, for me hello yeah animal encounter I've had a few wow you're attracting them now you're attracting them they all involve my dogs yeah, right. as mine do now. Yeah. So, first one happens <laughs> happens in the middle of the night. Not last night, night before. It's about three o'clock in the morning. I'm in bed. All of a sudden, something bites me on the nose. <laughs> so, I wake up and baby, the fluffy chihuahua, the one who's my best friend. Yeah. Is biting my nose. Why? And she's growling. And basically what happens usually is, Lady, the smallest chihuahua, sleeps in bed with us, me and my girlfriend. She sleeps under the covers and goes to the warmest spot in the bed. 
Which is where? <laughs> Dare we ask? Lucky your washing machine's fixed. Um, is, is this suitable for it's, the listeners? It's usually in between my girlfriend's legs or on top of her ass. <laughs> so that's where she sleeps. That's the bed. She gets, com- she gets comfortable and snug and goes in there. That's her little bed. However, baby sleeps in a normal bed, normal dog bed, at the foot of the bed, yeah? But lady decided she wanted to sleep in there that night, so baby got turfed out on top of the bed. Because she's fluffy, she gets hot, so she has to go at the edge edge of the bed. Because there's a lot going on. There's a lot, go- there's a lot going, and there's a lot of politics involved, because it's all about where people sleep, and anyway, baby's... Who's will- the oldest? Uh, lady. It doesn't probably go off that, though, does it? I am unsure. Ladies, I don't know. Lady sort of... If lady wants to do something, baby's just happy to let lady do what she wants, and she'll settle for second best. Anyway, why is she bitten you? I think she's woke up in the middle of the night because someone was having a bit of a party next door, and it startled her, and she didn't know where she was, and she reached for the nearest thing, which was my fucking nose, and she (laughs) bit it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then she looked at me and she was scared because I made a noise like I yelped and she didn't know what was going on. And then she ran off. That's animal encounter number one. Animal encounter number two has just happened today. Oh, okay. It's fresh. Fresh is the word. Explosive diarrhea. Ooh. Oh, nice. Do you know what? You've gone from sleeping in between your girlfriend's legs to explosive <laughs> diary. Some people are listening to this as they're eating their muesli on Thursday morning. Well, this this happened in the kitchen. Explosive diarrhea all over. Aerial. Solid floors. The multi-poo. <laughs> the pardon multi- the, pardon mo- the Literally a multi-poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A multi-poo is a cross between a Maltese and a poodle. It's a real, it's a real breed. It's not one of those made-up ones. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Sounds it. So she's all over the kitchen, and then I've had to, I've had to bath her. I've had to oh. shower her because it's everywhere. It's all on the heated blankets. They've got, oh. they've got heated mats. God, this is a grim I know. start oh, to the podcast. It was awful. It was like. Oof, straight in the washer. Yeah, so... Ooh, it's lucky it's working. Lucky it's fixed, this is the thing. (laughs) Oof, that would have been a smelly bath. It's a full wipe down of the kitchen. It's a full wipe down. And she's fluffy and she's... So anyway, I've had to put her in the shower and like hose her down and everything. And bless her, she was she was literally shaking like a shouting dog. She was was terrified. She She was a shouting dog. Yeah, she didn't know what was going on. Cleaned her all up and everything. And then I've come downstairs, and you know when you sort of, you, you sat down and, and, and you get a whiff, a, a whiff of something, and you go, I can still fucking smell it. I can still fucking smell it. Where is it? So I'm running around the kitchen and the living room like a madman going, doing that. And I couldn't smell it anywhere. Anyway, I turned, and the youngest dog, Angel who's also a chihuahua. God, there's a lot going there's on. There's a lot, lot of names. On. There's a lot of dogs. There's Aerial a lot of things. Angel. Yeah. 
she stinks. Mossy poos. She stinks. And I'm thinking, what is this? And I looked she's rolled and she's in rolled in it. She's rolled She's been sat on the couch with me. And she's rolled in diarrhea. So then she has to be... Oh. <laughs> God, this is absolutely horrendous. Is it all over the sofa? No, luckily no, but it was all over because we put blankets down on the sofas oh. for this type of thing. Anyway, oh. all the shit's all gone. Everything's clean. That's my animal counters. That's my week. That's a heavy start. Ben, have you got anything lighter to kind of help the people at home? <laughs> well, I do. I do. It's an animal encounter. <laughs> okay. And it's, 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 uh, it's up there. So we've watched National Treasure, me and my son. As kids do, once the movie stops, they bolt. Yeah. They do fuck all out. No lights off. No helping with the dishes. No. Film off. Boom. I'm off, Dad. Fine. <laughs> so, stars upstairs. And I hear this boom, 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 I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? Top of the stairs. She wants to go out. Oh, okay. Now, if she's a bit excited, it's late at night. She's heard something. Mm-hmm. Like an animal or whatever. Anyway, so I have to go out in the garden now to guard her from jumping over the fence. Because she jumps over. It's quarter to 12 at night. Yeah. She jumps over and goes around next door, doesn't she? Knock on the door, as I said before. Yeah. Anyway, go out. Go for a wee. Go on, off you go, star. Go for a wee. Straight over. Oh, God. I mean, not even a blink. Not even a wee. A, you're not out. No fucking way, Dad. Off. Gone. Silence for 30 minutes. Oh, Wow gone and then i'm like i'm gonna have to go in the alley and sometimes when i drop shreddies when i'm having breakfast she likes that sound if i rustle the box of shreddies <laughs> she likes the sound mm. i go shreddies like that she goes like that. anyway she's gone past my neighbors i'm in my pajamas with a box of shreddies <laughs> with a box of shreddies <laughs> and on our road there's an airbnb oh no i'm in a dark alley with a box of shreddies, shaking shreddies, saying, star, star. <laughs> She's by a car in our neighbours and they've got one of those floodlights. She runs past the floodlight. Bomb goes on. It's on. I'm caught. Full jamas, box of shreddies by the people in the Airbnb. Oh. I'm just looking for my dog. I'm just looking for my... D- I mean, they looked at me. It's 12 at night. You've lost it. Nick Tilsley is dressed in pyjamas <laughs> with a box of sheddies shouting star. <laughs> Pajama hat on and everything. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be good she- if you had a lantern in your hand as well. Lantern in one hand, shreddies in the other. <laughs> like shreddies in- star! star. <laughs> but it was like that. And they sort of look, quickly run into the house. I've dropped a shreddy. She thinks it's a game. And she's going round the car and the light's going on, oh, off, on, you're off, on, her. off. I'm in a disco in my pyjamas. Oh, I was awful. I was almost crying. No one else was up. No one else helped me. In the end, I had to go back into the kitchen and get some dog food out. What, to calm her down? No, the smell. Oh. She loves that dog food and she'll run straight into the kitchen thinking right. she's going to get fed. So... Oh. <laughs> it's tough being a parent. It's tough being his parent. It's 12 o'clock. My kids are growing up now, so they give, couldn't give two shakes. And I'm out there in my little pyjamas. So there we go. Coles? No animals for me. 
unfortunately. Can't can't follow that up, but um but plenty of sport in the Olympics. What's your sport this week, Olympics? So since I have last spoke to you, I have partaken in speed climbing, swimming, and today the big one. The dive. Diving. Mm. So obviously, um, we touched on it in the podcast a few weeks ago that obviously I, I couldn't swim. Um, and I'd ha- I've had like five hours of lessons and then obviously had one like swimming session here. But my 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 lessons have kind of prepared me a little bit for the sessions, but it was intense. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm back to thinking that I can't swim now. So the swimming, the swimming was full on. And I got scared at jumping into the pool on the swim. <laughs> oh dear, that's the that's yeah. the first thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Swimming. Well it's it's but it's it's a like diving start into your front crawl. Did you go down the ladders backwards? <laughs> I, I did, yeah. Um <laughs> so yeah, so I kind of from swimming onwards I was like, God, I'm not looking forward to diving. I'm not looking forward to diving. Um but yeah today today was diving. Which board? The highest jump I did today was the three meter. That's good. So, not bad. A few people were doing the five meter, like diving off the five meter. But like, I kind of was wanting to get the technique right. But I thought, what I can't work out is what scares me. Is it the height that scares me? Or is it the fact that I'm, I could get hurt if I don't get it right? Like, I'm not quite sure what it is. Mm. But you know, like... Both? I, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I was saying this today. I don't know if it's like that actor thing of wanting to kind of process everything you're doing and try and understand it in so many different ways. Whereas with the diving, all you've got to do is just do it. Like, you've just got to have that split second of confidence... And then keep your technique and you're fine. But yeah, so we started off doing, um, started off just literally Jack jumping into the pool. So doing a pencil jump. So a few pencil jumps, a few like tucks, and then a few pike jumps. Um, So all right. And then actually weirdly enjoyed them because it is just like kid on holiday jumping in the pool, which I never really did. So I think I kind of got about 23 years of bombs (laughs) out of my system. That's the one. Did you hit them with that one straight off? I've got this, lads. I've got this. Did anyone do a cannonball? Did anyone do one? I think think there might have been one cannonball. But Jack, before we start, we, we get to watch the professionals do it. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> no splash. Oh, no splash. And Jack, I, I so we we saw um, we saw a boy and a girl do a synchronized dive off the ten meter to start with, and I was like, that's impressive. Yeah. Like, and I felt sick watching them. I was like, you should not be doing that. <laughs> then the I tell you what gets you the lad on the five meter springboard jumping on that springboard yeah. and landing yeah. and then doing about six twists in the air and still diving like it, it is phenomenal and yeah like i i completely shot it and then by the end of it i enjoyed it but I'm, I'm not very good at it but i don't think you know i you know in school like when you tried a new sport I was never good at it. Like, I, I'm not a sporty person. So I think it's it's really quite... I forgot how hard it was for me to learn new skills and, like, pick skills up. But, um, yeah, diving's... But it, everyone will be fun, shit at it. But everyone will be shit at that. Jack, 
No, you're going to be amazed. You are going to be amazed by the standard. There was two lads today who did a jump off the 10 metre board. Not not a dive, just a pencil jump. But that's that's easy. That's just feet first landing, isn't it? It is, Jack, but it's still 10 metres. No, it's, it's, still, pe- it's that's nah, nothing. You, it's well, easy now. You, you, you get on the dive. You, you, you do it next year then. Just you jumping in feet year. first. Yeah, it's fine. And do you realise how high that is? Because the platform's 10 metres, the pool's 5 metres, and you're like a metre and a half, so you're jumping 17 metres. It doesn't matter. When your feet land first, you're fine. You're absolutely fine. It's doing that forward one, and you're worried that your cock's going to get fucking smashed by the water, or your stomach is. It's that. (laughs) I did a pencil jump off the 3 metre today. Lost your trunks. <laughs> it was a it was a tuck jump, and I didn't get straight, so I tucked and kind of panicked, and it was neck first. Ooh, ooh! You don't want to be hearing those words. No, like jaw ache. I bit my lip. I was bleeding. Oh. Red chest, full on, full. On. Red. It just it, it was one entire side of my face and neck and shoulder that were bright red. <laughs> And it was, but I came out pissing myself because I was like, I wasn't meant to do that, was I? That wasn't meant to happen. But like, I am enjoying it. I'm just, you know, I'm not very good. You will. <laughs> no, I, like I'm quite accepting on the fact that I'm going to come last, but I think... You're not going. I'm, Jack. I bet you don't. Jack, I'm going to come last. But it's very much for me, like it is just learning sports that I never, ever thought I'd learn. So I'm just doing them to my ability. You'll be fine. I think you'll piss it. Once the once the cameras are rolling, and the red lights on. The red lights once on. Once the cameras are rolling, like you suddenly you can just do the double back somersault. Listen, we rehearse all the time, don't we? And it's always shit in rehearsals. But then you put that red light on, and we're off. We're on. We are. I get a bit of first take nerves though sometimes. Imagine if I do that on the night. Can we do it again? <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. What do you mean it's live? Um, yeah, it, enjoying it. Um, an- another week of the Olympics nearly done. Mm. Um, and yeah, in, in the meantime, I, I did I did run away for a little bit of a holiday this weekend. And on the plane, I watched National Treasure. Ah, another plane watch. Yeah, another plane watch. Shall we have a quick synopsis before? Yes. National Treasure follows the story of Ben Gates and the Gates family. Ben Gates is a man who has dedicated his life to finding treasure ever since his family were left with this kind of tale of a Freemasons and English saints treasure buried somewhere and they have all the clues. In National Treasure, we see Ben basically continuing his family's journey of finding the treasure clue after clue he starts off with a mate and him and his mate fall out after finding what they think is the final clue and it's a race on to who is going to get the treasure first who's going to steal the declaration of independence and who is going to get the success of being the best treasure hunter the world has ever known i like that one calls the best treasure to the world has ever known i like it so um, obviously, I know Jack. You've you've gone for the old daytime watch, haven't you? You've watched it today. Uh, I didn't watch it today. I know Ooh, you. Ah. Your confession time. Confession time. You didn't watch it this week. Only because I watched it about 
I'd say about a month ago with the kids. <laughs> so you've not what he's done it again, Ben. He's not watched it. I haven't watched it. He's not watched it. I haven't watched it recently. That's well. I mean, recently I watched it a month ago. I watched it a month. There's ago. a lot in there though. A month you wouldn't remember it. All. I watched it with my <laughs> kids because it popped. We were on Disney Plus and it popped up, and they went, "What's that?" I went, "You've seen. You must have seen this. You must have seen it." And they went, "No." And I went, "It's a bit like. Um, it's a bit like Goonies. It's a bit like Indiana Jones." Um, and they went, oh, all right, we'll put this on. And th- and then they quite liked it. I think Nyla liked it more than Ruben. I think it was a bit of a struggle to follow for Ruben. You know the clues? that I don't know, for like a, an eight-year-old, seven-year-old. I like that when they do the clues and they go, we're looking for a sun. And the sun comes up at night and then the night falls and there's an owl. Yeah. And then you go like, you know, they just link things. You're like, what? You're right. Quick to the church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, the kids quite liked it. I I was a fan of this film. When did it come out? Was it like two thousand and four? Four. Two thousand and four. Classic. Oh. I was six, and I do feel like I watched it at the cinema. Uh, I, I'd have been sixteen. Well, if I was six, I think it twelve a. So I must have had to go and watch it with my dad, wouldn't I? Is it twelve a? I thought it got a PG. Was it a PG? I thought I thought it got a, a PG rating because I think Paramount made it, didn't they, originally? I think Disney now own the rights to it because and there's there's a there's rumours of a number three, but I think it's been confirmed now that they've casted the T V series of it, haven't they? Paramount made it, but I think they were owned by Disney. I'm not sure if they still are. So okay. when the film was getting um, getting its rating, it got given a PG rating, and they felt to get more of an audience acceptance because they wanted a U, they wanted a U rating so that there'd be more people to be able to watch it. And when they got a PG, they released it under the production of Disney, so that people would look and go a Disney PG or a Paramount PG. What's more child friendly? So they said Disney PG. So that's why, yeah. It is Disney and Paramount. But I do think they I think they're bringing out a TV series of it now. I think that's the plan. Oh, right. Of like, with, with, uh, basically with the character of Benjamin Gates and the, the Gates family sort of thing. I think that's the plan. So obviously, Nick Cage is Benjamin Gates. I'm a big fan of Nick Cage. I think we all do, don't we, Ben? Yeah, he goes for it. He's talking absolute Bollocks. tosh in this film. And yeah. he goes for it. Fair play to him. He sells it. Absolute tosh. He's in the Antarctic looking for a ship. He finds a pipe and makes it all... You know, it's just mm. all... You could easily turn around at any point in that film and go, what the fuck am I doing? But he's great. He loves it. Yeah, he does. Do you know what? I think it's really well cast. Nick Cage, Sean Bean... John Voight. What about old um, Harvey Keitel? Harvey Keitel, yeah. Is he the detective? Detective, uh, yeah. yeah. The inspector. Yeah. I didn't think, but I don't like the sidekick. I, you don't like Riley? I quite liked him. What? Yeah. Oh, Ben, I think he's the best character. And interestingly, in the original cut that the audience did when they do, like, um, audience screenings to get feedback... 
they wanted more of him. <laughs> and it was that much that they went you back. say that like it's like... Like, Riley, like history. Riley. They want to. We want Riley. We want Riley. <laughs> but they went. They went back over and re-edited the film to put more of him in. You know, the original rough cut was four hours. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> Fucking four hours. <laughs> and they stretch the clues out for two two hours fifteen, yeah. don't they? They stretch yeah. the clues out. I think it's all right runtime wise. I don't think it. There's a little tiny little bit that's baggy. Tiny little bit because. In effect, it is, it's a treasure hunt movie, isn't it? That, yeah. that's, that's what it is. It goes you know, from clue to clue. goes from clue to clue. And you know that in the end, they're going to find the treasure. But, th- you know, it kind of... There is only so many ways you can go from one clue to another clue to another clue until you finally get there. And I think it does it quite well. Obviously, the, the, the big thing of the film is they have to steal the Declaration of Independence because the first clue they get in the first five minutes of the film is that there is a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence, which is this massive American prestigious government document that is under guard and lock and key. And as Sean Bean's character has fallen out with Nick Cage's character, it's kind of the race on as to who is going to... Who's going to get there first? Who's going to find it? And who you know, ultimately is, is, is going to get the treasure. And one thing that I found really interesting is, you know, when they, you know, when they steal the declaration of independence, mm. they wanted to get it right. So they basically came up with the way that you would steal a declaration of independence. And they sent it off to like the FBI and the American government and the art, artist place to say, look, we, we, we're obviously making this film. They knew they worked with them all the way through it. And they said, do you think this is a realistic way? A realistic plan of how we could steal how it. How we could steal it. And they came back and said, you've made this plan off our old plans. It all changed since 9-11. So no, I don't, we, we don't think it would work. So then they employed Paramount, the production company, employed a private detective whose job it was to investigate robberies. And when you've got to steal the Declaration of Independence, how do you do it? How do you do it? And he came up with that plan and they sent it in and they went, if there's any way it gets stolen, that's the way. That's cool, that, isn't it? I like it. And they stole it. (laughs) And then they stole it. For those people that don't know, Coles, what is the Declaration of Independence? It's a great question, Jack, and I'm hoping that Ben knows the answer to it. Yeah, of course it is your film. <laughs> Perfect question, Jack. Perfect. Because we like to dive into the history. It, it, it's, it's what was signed mm. to basically free America, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I, I, to my understanding, it's sort of like founding rules of like a new American land once they kick the British out. Yeah, it, 4th of July, isn't yeah. it? It's the independence of America. Yeah. yeah. I think it's that, isn't it? Maybe. Colson's looking at his phone. No, I'm just saying it. And, and I, I know that it was signed on the 4th of July. So it's obviously something to do with Independence Day. I also know it was 1976 because... No, sorry, it was 1776. <laughs> 1976, because I remember that. <laughs> and obviously the, the, the characters... Um, Ben, Patrick, and John are all named after founding farmers. Founding farmers. Founding 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 farmers. Founding Founding farmers. The founding farmers of this Gates family are named after the founding fathers of America. And the whole thing they talk about in the film 
that there's nothing written on the back of the Declaration of Independence. There's nothing written, nothing written. And there actually is. There is, yeah. It's just the date, the 4th of July, 17, what is it, 1776? Yeah, or 1976, whichever you fancy. It's upside down. And when it was rolled up, when they signed it and everything was done, they rolled it up and someone, as storage, stored it away. They don't know who's wrote it, but someone's wrote the date, 4th of July, 1776, and then they've wrote what it is, the Declaration of Independence, and it's upside down which means it was probably rolled up and then just stored away somewhere. Do you like it when he steals it and they catch him in the gift shop? I like that bit. I think that's just funny. Clever bit of writing. Yeah, that's how they, that's how they find him though, don't they? Because doesn't he leave his credit? He has to buy He leaves his yeah. credit card, yeah, because yeah. he hasn't got enough money. And obviously, Jack said about the Declaration of Independence be, being basically to kick the British out of America, which is kind of why when this film's been cast, you know, it's Sean Bean playing Ian and all his British mates. And then it's Nick Cage playing Benjamin and all his American mates. And it kind of is the American versus the rich British. So it's kind of the hard luck American versus the rich British of who's going to get this treasure. So basically, there's there's a whole thing in the Gates family that... Grandad was kind of a big treasure hunter, wasn't he? And he had all of the plans Christopher Plummer yeah he 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 wanted the Gates family to kind of restore their name obviously dad played by John Voight tried and he kind of gave up after 20 years and well he thought we're all a whole a load of shit didn't he he went one clue leads you to another clue it's all bollocks and actually he's quite right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you get the impression that he Jack did chase his tail for a large part of his life trying to find the answers to, you know, this treasure. Then, obviously, Benjamin Gates has dedicated his whole life to finding this treasure, and he feels like he's getting close because of the clues that they find on the Charlotte, getting the Declaration of Independence. But when the police are after him, and when it looks like time's up and Ian's on his tail, there's only one person he can turn to, and that is his dad. Papa, don't preach. Yeah, (laughs) I, I quite like the bit when they're hiding the Declaration of Independence from his dad, like just making out like it's a normal, it's a normal like thing. And it, and, yeah, a bit of paper, and he sort yeah. of like trying to move it in, it and they're like, "Whoa, get me the lemons!" Yeah, get the lemons. I always keep that many in the fridge. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and then she goes, "I'll do it." I'm thinking you're still putting lemon all over the Declaration yeah. of Independence. Yeah, what what do you think of Doctor Chase? Because at first, she, for the first eight minutes, she's so against it, and then she's just in, isn't she? She's like, "I'm a treasure hunter. I'm in love with well, you." I think it's like a massive discovery, though, because once she yeah. sort of like realizes, "Oh shit, they are telling the truth." She's like, "I mean, this is an amazing opportunity to sort of be involved with discovering this unknown fact for the last three hundred years, no one knew about." It'll probably be the biggest thing she ever does in her career as a historian. Yeah. 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 So, like, you know, we've said, like John Voight's character says, like Ben said, one clue leads you to another. And after a few clues and after a few funny lines from Riley, we get to a point where... (laughs) Don't slip that in. Like a few funny lines from Riley. What are the classic Riley lines I need to look out for? I can't think of any of them. (laughs) I can't think of any classic Riley. Do you remember that that National Treasure, that Riley? Number two. He's great in number two as well. That's the one I don't really remember, number two. It's Cage in that. Yeah. Number two's the book, isn't it? 
Book of Shadows or something. <laughs> book of Secrets. The Book of Secrets. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's a book, but it's a book of shadows. You can't see it. We, um, we get this clue, don't we, Ben, which basically says that something lands at Stowe and Watchamacall. It's on the bell, isn't it? Yeah. It's on the bell. I mean, it's like... <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, you think to yourself, the writers obviously had an idea... They've obviously had, and they've just tried to pad out as many clues as they can for two hours. Would you not want to go on a treasure hunt? Did you not watch this film and think, I wish I was on a treasure hunt? I've done one. You can actually order them online. You know that. Ooh, hello. Yeah, so depending on what city you live in. I mean, this is in England. I'm not sure about anywhere else. There's this company that sort of do them. So if you're in, like... One of the big cities, you know, your Leeds, your Manchester, your Birmingham, London, and all that. If, if you relatively live close to any of them, there's treasure hunts. What I mean by that is, so certain things like dates that are scribed on walls, um, streets, um, it, it, you get like a little map and it tells you where to go about in the city and it tells you what you're looking for. It's like an outdoor escape room It's a bit thing. like that, yeah. Declaration of Independence. I did it. I did it with the kids and um, around all around Castlefield and Manchester City Centre. I had to do it over two days because it took a few hours. What did yeah, it? It took a few hours. Yeah, and I had to go back and finish it. I really enjoy that kind of problem solving. Like I'm not. I'm not very good at it, but it's a part of the brain that obviously. I obviously quite enjoy using and I get something out of it. Like escape rooms, I love and I've, we've we've done a few, haven't we, together? <laughs> we've done escape rooms, yeah. What was the one we couldn't even get out the lift at the start? She had to help us. <laughs> well, that was three rooms, Ben. Was that your leave, leaving do when it was room 13 <laughs> in that hotel and it was shit scary? It was a hotel, wasn't it? We said we wanted to do the scariest, didn't yes. we? Yes. And from what I remember, we started in a lift, went into a corridor, then went into the hotel Someone room. had been murdered in the hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to figure out who'd done it. But I just remember we couldn't get out the lift, I don't think, for ages. And she couldn't help us because the intercom point wasn't in the lift because everyone got out of the lift. So she had to come in, didn't she? And be like, lads, you need to look up. And yeah. we were like, ah! <laughs> there we go. But, like... There's, there's some other stuff on escape rooms that I'm dreadful at, but then I remember the one we did. There was like a clue and it was something like, you know, there, there was a clue and it was for a padlock. And I was like, it's that clock. What time does that say? That's the thing. Did it. And like some stuff I can get really good. So I do feel like maybe I would find treasure. Mm. <laughs> I think we should go on a treasure hunt. Well, yeah, I mean, you can do them ones. But no, no, Jack. We want to find gold. Oh, we want to right. find gold. Oh. I don't want to, I don't want to muck around and find a little card at the end. Gold. I want a chest of gold. I want boats. I want planes. I want to have to steal something. I want to be shot at. You want a goblet with sapphires in it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Holy Grail, goblet with sapphires, and then, I don't know, some relics from Egypt. So they get a clue, basically, saying that... Um, the treasure is buried below so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And it's, it's like Parkinson Lane. So-and-so, so Because the name is... I'll tell you what, I'd head. love to do a treasure hunt like that. It's buried under so-and-so, 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 so-and-so. So they, they, they think they're there and it says the treasure's buried under Parkinson Lane. And, you know, they're all very much like, it's just another clue. And Ian's character at this point has kind of kidnapped 
Nicolas Cage, Benjamin Gates, because he's been, he's been arrested, hasn't he? And it's quite clever, isn't it, how he escapes. He does, in fact, he does a pencil dive. He does, he does, but he t- that's a fair dive. And that's more than 10 metres. Way more. A, that's a hefty dive he does into And if the Cage water. is doing his own stunts, like it says... I don't think he's doing that. I don't, I don't think he's doing that. I don't think that. he's doing that. I think that's really high. Into choppy waters. Yeah, it it looked big. And then they kind of get this scuba dive out, which is... It's, what 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 an escape plan. Um, but yeah, so Ian has these characters controlled and he kind of is getting everything we want from him. And the Parkinson Lane clue makes it sound like they're going to have to go to another place to find this treasure underneath this lane. But by that stage of the film, you're like, just find the fucking Just find treasure. it, please. Stop finding the next clue. Just get close to some bloody treasure. Yeah. We, we find a tomb, don't we, which says, here lies Parkinson Lane. And obviously it, it was a name of someone and they smash through the tomb and then they're in. They are in and you can tell it's on. If we're going to find treasure, we're going to find it now. And um, quite quite a big stunt on the old wooden steps, isn't it? It wasn't too bad. I mean, look, it's not badly directed. It did that quite well because there's not much in those step things, is there? No. I mean, it's a part of the film that could have just gone down the stairs and fallen off. Yeah. That baddie gets it, which is good. I didn't like him. Yeah, one baddie does get it. One baddie goes, which is great. He's like the big henchman. Yeah, he goes, yeah. falls off the ladder. He's done. And they eventually do get to the bottom and there is no treasure. And there's another clue. Also, the Gates family tell Ian that there's another clue and they tell him that the clue is in Boston. And Ian kind of says, well, you're trapped. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe he just takes that. Yeah. It's in Boston. He goes, oh, okay, you're trapped. The way he sells it, though, it does sound convincing, doesn't it? And because John Voight's character has been so much of He's so against his son. You'd never think they could be in tandem enough to work with each other, which they do. And then they think there's no treasure. And when he's gone up into the air, he finds a piece that requires um, a bit of the pipe that they found on the Charlotte. The pipe finally comes into some use. And part of the bargaining tool was that he got the Declaration of Independence, he got the pipe from the Charlotte, he got the glasses, he got all of the clues that they'd found as long as Ian got the treasure. Well, they put the pipe in, they open the doors, and it's not, you know, it, uh, we start off, we think they've, we think, oh, bloody hell, they've done well here, like they've hit the jackpot. And then they light with the torch. And you see it go on further. And they really have it, the jackpot. Massive. That is, that's TV gold. Yeah, it was a gasp. When we were watching it, I went, <gasps> Look at so that. much treasure. Yeah, so much treasure. It's just billions of pounds worth of treasure. And if you found that much treasure, how much would you have took in commission out of interest? He donates it. Does He gets 1%, doesn't he? Yeah, he was offered 10. He only took 1 I think um, he got half a percent, didn't he? That Riley. No, he got one percent as well. He shouldn't have got anything. He's not that funny. He shouldn't have got one percent. He bought a Ferrari. And here's a good one. You know that shot? Um, so because because they liked the character of Riley, um, after they edited it, he went and shaved his head. And then because all the audience liked him, they went, all right, we're going to write some more Riley scenes. So he had to shoot three scenes with a wig on, and that was oh, one of them. What, the Ferrari? He's got a wig on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good that, innit? 
They love you. They love you. Get a wig on. They love you. Shall we take a quick break and come back and rate the film? Yep. Perfect. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Treasure hunt over. What kind of treasure are you going to be giving us, Colson? Yeah, who wants to start us off? Shepherd? No, it's you. Oh, I tried to bloody get in there. Don't then, mix it I? up. Don't mix it up. It, the um, format works. Seven. Seven? Seven. Seven. I love this film. Loved it as a kid. Find it so easy to watch. Find it entertaining. Understand that it's a bit shit. But it is just... <laughs> it's a it's a classic. Shit seven. It's a classic, <laughs> really well made Disney family film that just deserves a steady seven. It, it, it's it's a good film, and obviously it's a film that's iconic with my generation. Um, I think I'll match you, you know, calls shit seven, shit seven. I mean, I did say steady seven first. But yeah, but we can do we change it to shit we, seven? We change, now? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, it. it Rolls along, plods along. Yeah. Um, Nick Cage is Nick Cage, which is great, which is what I wanted. I wanted him to be that. Um, I think it's fucking great when he goes, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) And he says it so seriously. But he's invested. And about 40 seconds before, he's going, we can't possibly steal the Declaration of Independence. We have to stop him. I'm going to steal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steal it so he can't steal it. (laughs) Ah. Um, Yeah, I like it. Sean Bean's good. I like Sean Bean in it as a villain. Um, It's one of the only films, actually, where Sean Bean doesn't die. You know that. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. It's one of of them, anyway. Well, he does get arrested, though. He does get arrested, yeah. Um, I think she's good, Dan Kruger. Riley's all right. (laughs) Take him. I'm taking him. Fucking Riley. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. John Voight, good. Keitel, good. Good script, yeah, fine. Price? I'm not giving it a shit seven. Um, fine, five. Fine, fine, fine. My son looked at me and went, ooh, they're stretching this out, aren't they? Just before he pissed off and left Star Escape. 
Did it make you want to go on a treasure hunt? Do you know what? I love Cage. Everything you've said. I think he's fantastic. What got me was the clues each time were becoming more and more spurious. Yeah. Till in the end, you're like fucking... And it was dark, but it was 12. And then if you take 12 from 42, yeah, yeah, you yeah. that's 30. That, that is shit. When he goes, oh, we've missed it. And he goes, no, we've not. Not. Mm. Because the clocks go back. Oh, my God. Because, yeah. And it's like that 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 bit, you were a bit like... Mm, I was a bit on. like, oh, it's fine. It does what it says on the tin. You're able to watch it. Cage is good. I don't think they should have made two, three, and four. Yeah. Um, I've seen two, actually. I think two. I think I thought two was better than one. Oh, yeah. Really? I can't remember two. two. Two, they steal a book. The Book of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> the Book of Shadows, which no one can see unless it's night. Um, so, yeah, fine, f- fine, 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 fine. So, 19 out of 30. Not bad. Not Do you bad. know what? I think that's fine. Again, you know, obviously I picked this as my last pick of the series, but when I picked this film, I wasn't expecting... Tens, you know, yeah. I wasn't expecting Oscar award-winning scores. It's just a film that... <laughs> I enjoy watching. And that's what I, you know, it was perfect for my flight. I just switched off, two hours of entertainment, in, out, steady away. Hid a clue in the loo for someone else to find. (laughs) Hid a little package in the loo. Speaking of if you like treasure hunts, we've we've got a gem for you, haven't we? Very good. Oh, very good. Very good. And a one, two, three, four. Just hidden hidden gem. Oh, I went high. Um, Gem this week is a series. Mm. Uh, It's on the iPlayer. You like an iPlayer, Gem? You do like an iPlayer? Do you know what I do? Because I think it's it's, it's just sort of highlighting... Because that iPlayer, it sort of goes on for ages. And I don't know about you, but I don't think they're very good at advertising. Like, when... For you to go back, you know, like Netflix is very. I don't know. It's like Netflix and and um, what's the other one? Um, Apple and Disney. They, they seem to. You seem to be always be able to find things easily. Yeah, I think on the iPlayer and Amazon, it's difficult to know to find new things unless you know what you're typing in yeah, to find. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I did notice that someone downloaded the iPlayer this week actually because I got an email from the PlayStation saying thanks for your purchase oh, and I thought. I Good thought, what's he bought? I thought you might have bought extra hours on Farming Simulator. <laughs> no, I tried to get there. I tried to get. I tried to get the combine daylight, <laughs> but the bigger one, the red one, but I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't do it. I had to. I, I, I wanted to watch. I can't remember. I don't know whether it was a, a gem that Jack had said, or I think I wanted to watch a drama. That drama set in a prison with Sean Bean, ah, written by oh, Jimmy the- McGovern. Time. Yeah, that I wanted it. to watch. Everyone that. said that was good. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to watch that. Uh, anyway, Jack, your gem. The gem this week is a series, uh, and um, it's time with Sean Bean. No, it's not. <laughs> but speaking of prison, what you mentioned there, it is a cop drama. So um, it's called Show Trial. Have either of you two seen it? No. Okay, so um, it's set in London. It came out about a year ago, I think, or six months ago, something like that. And I watched it when it was on, and it's about six episodes long. Basically, this young girl's been murdered, and um, the detectives are trying to investigate to find out who's done it. And they're working very closely with the CPS, the Crown Prosecution Service, right? So it gives you a good insight as to... The de- detectives think they're on to the person who's done it. They've got like a list of suspects, but they've not got that, you know, final 
piece of the jigsaw missing smoking gun to sort of like arrest them for it, charge them with it. And they're working with the CPS and the CPS are sort of like also directing them how to sort of like investigate the case type thing. It's quite, it's, it's quite different. You know, like when you see, you know, silent witness or prime suspect and you just see the detective side. Yeah. So it's more of a behind the scenes cop it's, drama. Yeah, it's that as well. So it's just also good to sort of see the other difficulty elements that the police come up against when they think they've got the right person, but they have to really have enough evidence for it to get to court and everything like that. It's it's really good, and the acting's really good, the story's really good, and there's lots of twists and turns, and yeah, it's about six eps. Show trial, it's on the iPlayer. No PC tinker? No PC tinker, no. I mean, if they had of it, it'd only have been three eps, wouldn't it? He'd, well, have, he'd have cracked that quicker. Well, you know, don't, <laughs> don't sell yourself short. So before we find out what Ben has picked for us to watch as his final pick for next week, let's just quickly talk about the elephant in the room. We pre-recorded our episode after the Oscars thinking that nothing would happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We did talk in our Oscars specials about nobody watching the Oscars. And well, maybe if there's something that you want to do to make people watch and make people hear about them. You know, that's something. And I think one of the really interesting things is that seven and a half minutes later, he went and won Best Actor for a film that I don't think any of us have seen. Uh, yeah, woke up to the news. It's like bizarre. You thought, what is going on? It seemed very, very peculiar. And everyone sort of talked. There's memes about it. It's all over the internet. Some great it? memes. And it, I don't know. It seems like a bit of a... It seemed like a bit of a shame that it sort of like clouded the whole awards really right it's like no one's talking about you know all the winners really it's just that you think oh my my mate texted me and was like how's that been allowed to happen how does he just walk on and i was thinking of what you said in the star is born jack no one stops jackson may <laughs> yeah, you, you can't i mean when he's that close i mean yeah. do you think they've got a gang of security waiting to grab anybody who's gonna run up on the stage when everybody who's in that theater has been checked everybody's been invited and you think everything's gonna be fine but Anyway. So that's the word on that. Now let's find out what Ben has picked for us as his last pick of the series. National Treasure 2. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> Get in. Book of Shadows. Um, <laughs> I thought about this. I thought about the choices made before. I've been choosing sort of classics, cinema classics uh, before. And then I thought, actually, I had a couple in my head. And then I thought I might go a bit, a bit, a bit off, off. I think it's... Uh, I really love this film. And actually, I just wanted to see see it again. Uh, Leon. The French... Yeah, the French one. With, and it's the artwork, him in the Luke sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, I've really... I've wanted to watch this for ages. Have we not done it? No. <laughs> I thought we'd already done it. <laughs> Jack Shepard's done it. And another podcast, Asleep. No, Leon. Yeah. Yeah, I've wanted to watch it for ages and ages. I've never seen it. Have you not? No. That's what I picked for my last pick of the series. So, as always, at the end of the episode, it's a really good point for us to talk about the people who are supporting us and going that extra mile to get a little bit more Sofa Cinema Club in their lives. So let's find out who are the newest people to join our film club and production company. Who's getting jobs this week? Who has joined us on Patreon? 
we will start off with you, Jack. I'm going cinematographer Scott Yerkiewicz. Well done, because I did not want you to leave that one for me. I, have I thought to say. I'd get in straight away. Scott Yerkiewicz. Was it Jerkiewicz? Well, I, d- I think it's Yerkiewicz. See what you think, Soft Cinema Club. It's J U R K I E W I C Z. I think it's Yerkiewicz, but it could be Jerkiewicz. I'm going for a slightly easier um, pronunciation. Pronounce, <laughs> pronounce, it's back. Hello. <laughs> and a role that is vital in every single production company. And it is the tech man, specifically the Wi-Fi man, and that's Gary BT. <laughs> the Wi-Fi man? What yeah. Wi-Fi do you have on a movie yeah. set? How, how many times does the Wi-Fi go down at Corrie and we have to make a phone call because we've been logged out? Thank you. Now we're ringing Gary BT. Can you get me back online? <laughs> <laughs> Gary BT. <laughs> Film set. Um, it, uh, 3D specs. Uh, I've had a, I've had them before, but the, we've just got a, is a new uh, collecting 3D specs. Chelsea Lucas, um, person um, person in charge of travel. Uh, Michelle Causey. <laughs> <laughs> travel Tra- yeah so when we you know when, when we're moving from location to location location manager she Got can be you. that Michelle Causey your location manager and I'm going for the horseback fighter ranger <laughs> Victoria Beckley very important very important role and all those people have joined our patreon which is really easy to do all you've got to do is head on over to www.patreon forward slash sofa cinema club.com and if you join our patreon you get to support the sofa cinema club in a way like no other and for that you get ad free episodes you get access to our close friends on instagram you also get direct access in terms of contacting us for extraterrestrial. That's kind of where Ben looks to find out all of his information. And you get a bonus episode of Sofa Cinema Club, all for the price of a small popcorn. 150 quid. <laughs> <laughs> it's our cinema. I've put the prices up. That's all we've got time for on this week's episode of Sofa Cinema Club. We're back on Monday for Extraterrestrial, where we will be telling you what film you can watch on terrestrial TV this week. And then we're back on Thursday, where we're talking all things that we loved, hated, and rated about Leon. Until then... Good night, God bless. See you next week. Bye-bye. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.